0: Just a couple of guys Sharing about God's
1: love All that He's done How
0: He's enough His love is bigger than the notion Let's put our faith in the motion We find freedom in Christ When we follow
1: Him at all full cup of coffee
0: yes
1: (laughs) oh goodness i i don't just love i don't just love like like the caffeine that coffee gives Uh like i just love the flavor i love the hotness Uh i love hot drinks like when you're like in the morning and it's not and you're not like exercising or something (sighs) Coffee is just a delight.
0: I just like it, mm-hmm. and I, like I don't it. even love Starbucks. I mean, that's Starbucks what is I am with the totally. Coke Zero, man, I can just gulp that stuff down. I just get a regular coffee. Like I don't like, I don't
1: like like lattes really or sweet things. Yeah, I yeah. just I get a little cream in it, but that's about
0: it. Otherwise, just regular old coffee. Just enjoy it yeah I think it's really nice of you that you you'll bring it in for other people that's really cool,
1: oh yeah well, and as
0: long as my as long as
1: until it gets so big that I don't have enough room to carry it physically yeah, yeah. Uh, so, i understand i understand wow. how uh how helpful it is, so
0: it's that's fine,
1: plus yeah, instead of everybody having to feel like they have to make time to go somewhere, it's nice to yeah you know, I
0: gotcha that's cool that's cool <laughs> Okay. Hmm. Well, tell me when we're ready to start. Let's do it. Are we ready? Yeah, let's do it. Welcome back to Freedom Current.
1: Freedom Current. Cue the intro. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what we're going to do. Hold on, I'm going to scoot this. It cracks yeah, me up plan. when you're
0: watching YouTube videos and they're like, and then click the link right here, yeah. And I don't even know, and how then to they do forget that. to put the link in, yeah, that's <laughs> the truth. Because they were just what
1: they didn't want to like watch the video fully that when they were editing it because it takes forever, <laughs> they, forgot. Yeah. they forgot, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and they, they forgot the link. <laughs> it's great.
0: Oh, well, then so somebody, in
1: the, well, and that's why it's sometimes helpful to leave the comments on because somebody was like, hey. You forgot to put in the link. And then, like, oh yeah, I'll go do that. And then I can go (laughs) and do that. (laughs)
0: Like like the comment
1: board. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just the generic. (laughs) I forgot to put in the
0: link. (laughs) (laughs) That's good stuff. All right. Well, it's been a couple weeks. We haven't recorded for a while. Yeah, but they don't know that. They don't know that. (laughs) But it's true. In in real life. We're. Well, you
1: had you had graduation stuff, yes. and it's the end of a like a semester school oh, nice. year, yes. and um,
0: just some ups and downs. Yeah, right? just yeah. Some
1: and I had a couple weeks where I wasn't feeling things. very good. Yeah. Uh, but I feel better That's today. Like, yeah, a little you feel bit. Good? Yeah, well, I mean, a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just recovering from I, that medication or something. I'm, get, yeah. I'm on the upswing, I think. Okay, okay. So yeah, Sorry. I think uh, I'm think I'm yeah. okay.
0: Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. My grandmother passed away. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a bummer.
1: Bye. I uh, I think I knew that. Yeah. That was probably like, what, four weeks ago, three weeks ago?
0: Yeah, three weeks ago. She was so loving. She was sweet. But she's done now. She made it. She's with Jesus. Well,
1: she was a Christian, right? Yep. And so we can celebrate. Celebrate yep. the passing. Yep. So really, I mean,
0: kind of happy for her. She was 80.
1: Nine. It's old. Yep. That's she's a really a great nice, job. nice old age. I she mean, She said, said she
0: was 29, so I never knew how old she was until the obituary.
1: No kidding. Yeah. It's a blessing to make it to that age.
0: Yep. When I was a little kid, she's probably in her, I don't know, 50s, 60s. Yeah. And she'd always say she was 29.
1: My wife's grandma always said she was 39. Mm. So, okay. mm. I wonder why, like, the nine in a year sounds like it's more believable. <laughs> I don't know. Well,
0: when she uh, said she was 29... Uh, I would still think, <coughs> that's still old. I know. Because <laughs> you're like 13. You're like, Dang, no, like seven, 29. 29. <laughs> I was like, that's still old. I would always think that. That's still old. Oh,
1: man. I honestly don't mind getting old. I don't care if I get gray hair. I already have quite a bit of gray hair in my beard. But I was just, I was looking at that. You do.
0: I've never really thought about that. Yeah.
1: But if it all, once it all turns gray, I was, t- I was talking to somebody yesterday, an old boss of mine would text me just out of the blue. And uh, he said that he likes my beard, and he's the one who told me that he thought I'd make a good Santa Claus one of these days. And I was like, you know what? I'm embracing gray hair because the Bible says it's a good thing. So mm-hmm. I'm just rolling with it. I'm not gonna color it or anything like that. Like I wouldn't do that. I mean, my wife might. She probably will, but I I wouldn't want her to. I like gray hair. I think it's just fine.
0: I think that's becoming a thing that young young ladies are are just letting a color. it. Yeah. Me, well, I know
1: hair. they might dye their hair gray or white. There was a girl at this kind of looks graduation cool. You look like, like a comic book character.
0: She kind of did. It was very it was like, you know, elderly lady silver, but she had long long hair.
1: And um she's probably obviously not elderly, and so it's kind of an
0: ironic. It was very color. ironic because you know, she's up there getting her diploma. Yeah. It's like, who's that lady that went back to high school? I know she she probably looks like I don't know like
1: Storm from the X-Men or whatever One like shoots lightning yeah yeah, and they've got like white stripe or something in their
0: hair yeah Yeah. we used to watch that cartoon and the kids and I we would make fun of that character because she would always announce what she was doing I will now zap you with lightning. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'd be like, if you're the villain, you'd be like, oh, uh, then I'm going to put on my rubber shoes. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking so long to talk about it. Oh, that's funny
1: because remember we had that tornado like last Tuesday in town and, um, or tornado warning. At least we didn't actually see any tornadoes. But then it was lightning like really close. And I was telling my kids about, you know, rubber saws and that kind of stuff. I don't even know. I think you're supposed to, you're supposed to, oh, I did find out a little weird fact. Okay. If you're out like, and it's like about to start storming and you feel, and if you feel like your hair start to stand up, like static electricity, mm-hmm. like that means, evidently that means lightning is about to strike really close to you and you Run should, to the nearest tree. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> get low. And Don't do that.
1: Even walk on your tiptoes, they say, so that you remove like surface areas and weird stuff. Wow. And now this
0: was the internet. Yeah, and it could be anything. I mean, it could be very, very right, totally, righter yeah, than you've ever be. than you've ever imagined, <laughs> or wronger than you could ever imagine. Yeah, it could just be completely made up. I mean, just never know. No, it's hard Sometimes. to tell. Yes. We
1: we have to build like like heightened filters to kind of figure out like what is real and what is not real, because mm-hmm. just anybody, anybody. I mean, I remember in the '90s when I would just make websites, and I was like. Anybody can just put anything out here, and it looks official. Mm -hmm. Like, how, you know, for the undiscerning, you have no idea.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, There was a website we would use at the library when I worked uh, about trying to decrease dihydrogen monoxide. Okay. Which is H2O. Oh, yes, I've heard of that. Oh, I mean, I've heard
1: of people using dihydrogen monoxide. Yeah, dihydrogen monoxide or something, or 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 I've heard of people using that as just a joke. Yes, just like just like people go around and try to um, get people to sign petitions to end women's suffrage (laughs) because they think it means suffering instead of their right to vote. Oh, that's bad. It is bad, but they (laughs) Ah. do that, and they're just they're trying to make fun of. Just like like, yeah, hard to know. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: so this so like, website back in like the early early two thousands, this website looked okay to still show people like you know pay attention, but I bet that it would look really bad now because it was one of those homemade crackpot websites. Oh yeah, from the day. Yeah, oh, I remember yeah. that's if there was no need for search engines. Well, you because you, the websites were there was you didn't search for information. You looked for like. Mark's Vacation Photos website.
1: And what there used to be at the very bottom, there used to be like these, um, uh, somebody had like a personal website, I forget what they were called, but it was just a, it was just a circular network and you would plug in a link at the bottom of your website and you'd click it and it would take you to somebody else's website. Yes. And if you didn't like it, you'd click it, and it would take you to somebody yes. else's website. And there was just this network yes. of just homemade websites, and you weren't really searching; you were just kind of you're just browsing, just browsing, flipping like the pages there. in a book. And then what was stink is if somebody somebody was in that chain and took down their website, it just ends the whole circuit, and you can't even. Did really. yeah. oh, <laughs> it really? Yeah, it just ruins it. Oh, it's... because uh, that happened all the time. <sighs> Good old
0: interwebs yeah, from the day.
1: There's some stuff that existed that will never exist again. It was literally just a thing for like a little window for like five years and then it's gone. Yeah, gone. Like that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. Well, hey, we're about to talk about some Bible. Yes, we Jesus. are. About Jesus. Yeah. And what would you would you like to tell our audience what Freedom Current is all about? Yes. So first of all, I'm Brock Glaze, and I'm Jeremiah Kinney,
1: and we are uh, just a couple of guys that like to talk about our freedom in Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's that's it. We have freedom in Jesus. Jesus literally gave us real freedom. People confuse Christianity. They think we're bound by laws. We're freed. Mm-hmm. We're freed to live. Knowing and uh, and
0: having a relationship with the living God. Yes, yes, and inside and outside of Christianity, we're constantly putting ourselves into prisons. Absolutely, yeah. Even I mean, Christians first of all are guilty
1: of putting ourselves into prisons, maybe more than a lot of other people, Mm -hmm. Um, because Christians are sinners.
0: Yeah, (laughs) like Christians, like uh, well, the more we go to this, the more we go to this, this, this. Um this I don't know, this push, this need to be moral and right and true and pure and good, but without Jesus, yep, like with willpower. Yes, <laughs> you know, with with political stances or economic stances or all sorts of things. And I don't fault any of that. We should want to be moral and right and good. But the more we try to do that without Jesus, Mm -hmm. I think we're going to find more and more bondage. We are going to to put themselves into more and more prisons.
1: Well, by doing that, you're just finding new ways to sin. So you find when you achieve a appearance of morality in some area and you did it without Jesus, then from that is going to come sinful pride. Because you accomplish something and you're just, you're just birthing new types of sins that yes. become harder and harder to detect. Yeah. And then you become self-righteous and you start judging the world yeah. when that was never our job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you start
0: judging, you get mean, you yeah. get cruel, you get um, impatient. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pride breeds all sorts of little monsters.
1: Yep. And so if you have a relationship with the king of the universe that spoke us into existence and knew our names before even there was a planet earth um if you have a relationship with him you can have freedom to uh out of your love and thankfulness for him learn learn like how morality weaves into your life and actually has power and you're not proud of that because you're just thankful And it comes from like a fountain of love and thankfulness for your your Savior. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's it's good stuff. It is good stuff. So that's kind of what this podcast is about, and a bunch of other things because we just talk about the Bible and we talk about our love for Jesus. And we have a verse today. Yes. So we rolled a die and we landed on number one. Number one, and that's Matthew chapter three,
0: and we're talking about from these stones. From these stones. That's, that's the keywords or the, the identifying phrase Yep, that helps us remember what Matthew chapter 3 is about. From these stones. So um, I'm looking at Matthew chapter 3, and I would propose to you that we read, starting in verse 1. Well, we could read to 12, but we could throw the baptism in and get the baptism of Christ and get the whole chapter. What do you say about that? I don't see
1: a problem with that because that's pretty sure. Maybe short. we don't
0: cover it, but maybe it... Maybe we do. Maybe we do. We we can do that. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> All right, let's do it. Hey, would you like to read?
1: Um, actually, I'd like to pray.
0: Okay, can I read?
1: Yeah. Okay. Is that
0: okay? That'd be great. All
1: right. Cheers. Jesus, thanks for being in this room and in this world with us. Thanks for your salvation and your gifts. Thanks for giving us your words. Um, you didn't have to give us a book you didn't have to do that, but you have revealed yourself in these words, and I cannot wait to read about what you said and what you did um, in this chapter, and I just pray that you would bless us and bless the listeners and, the re- and, and whoever might be joining us, listening to this podcast and reading along with us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen.
0: Amen. All right. Here we go, Matthew chapter 3. All right. I'm just going to read the whole chapter. Okay. Here we go. In those days... His winnowing fork is in his hand and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now.
1: I'm glad we finished and read that last part.
0: Me too, because
1: it actually added context to the whole John the Baptist intro.
0: Yes, it did. Yes, it that's, did. That's good.
1: And that's... it ended on a happy note and, uh, <coughs> instead of ending on getting mad at those Pharisees. Yeah, oh my word! I mean, they're they're uh, getting they're getting. Uh, called out by this guy yes. this, this weird
0: guy in the wilderness <laughs> this weird guy he just chewed on him a little bit yeah i know <laughs> the locust didn't taste good <clears throat> yet, so he chewed on them for a bit
1: i know that's so funny
0: yeah can you imagine being out there in the desert eating locusts and wild honey because you just don't care you just got other things to do
1: yeah that's weird
0: it's really weird and it's awesome i mean i love john the baptist how can i don't think he, he prepared a meal I think he just did his thing, and then when he kind he, of got a little hungry, and he just find, uh, and he a little saw a bug, bug. down there. He just, He's like, uh
1: whatever. Gotta I, eat. Gotta eat. Find some honey. Drink some water. Not me. I like to eat too well. I know, man. We're so, we're, we're, we've become lovers of pleasure. Yeah, I hate that. Yes. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Yes. It is a form of bondage. It is. Yeah. Jesus, free us, and let's actually figure that out. And let's look at John the Baptist as an example. Like, you're actually talking about him in a way I've never thought about before. He actually has a mission. Yeah. And he's just doing his mission, and he just has faith that God's going to provide, and then he's he's hungry, and he sees a bug, and he eats a bug. (laughs) Or he sees, is so funny to say but I yes. know But you're that's right. what he's doing You're right Exactly yep. Sees some honey And he's like Oh today's a good day No <laughs> oh, doubt <yeah>, you're
0: right Yeah <laughs> <laughs> he did He's like Oh okay <laughs> He
1: goes I gotta wait Cause those bees Are a little <laughs> mean right now Let's Let's just sit here And pray for a while And maybe <laughs> yeah. in a minute It'll let's be Pray those bees away <laughs> <laughs>
0: Then he gives himself some honey. Reaches in there. Mm -hmm. Oh man, we can do that any old time we want. Get that little honey bear out of the cabin. I
1: know, that's so sad that we can just do that. Uh, I mean, it's great, it's wonderful for us. And it's probably not the best, that little bear is probably not the best honey in the world. (laughs) I've had some really good honey. Remember the Van Cotts? They used to raise honey, and then they'd bring and Or oh, did they? Yeah, the the boy that was in my class would bring all this honey, and it was okay. amazing. Okay. I loved every year they would do
0: that. Just oh, bring in like nice. legit real
1: honey. Yes, it was
0: cool. That is cool. So I like. I like. Today's a good day. Yeah, because you know he's he's free to focus on what he's meant to do, and I think he likes it. mm Hmm. Can you imagine? You you got all these people coming out. They don't come out to someone who has no passion for what they do for a living. Mm-mm. They're they're like, this guy is saying some stuff. And he means it. And this is for real. Yep.
1: And yeah. there's some stuff that's a little hard to hear, but it sounds like it might be right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they're coming out. Yeah. It says what? Jerusalem, all Judea, all the region about the Jordan River were going out to him.
1: And he doesn't even have like, he doesn't even have like a platform. He's just wandering around. But even Herod has heard of him. Mm-hmm. Like that—that is—that is—he's obviously saying some stuff mm-hmm. that
0: is bringing people in. Yeah, because this whole region is coming in. Yeah, you know, without without any any form of electronic media Mm-mm. to to communicate his message, this whole region is coming in. I know. I mean, Jerusalem is not right on the Jordan. You gotta you gotta walk to get there. Mm. And, I mean, there's some traveling going on. People are coming out. This is, this is powerful. This is meaningful. Okay. Well, and, what? Okay, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. Go ahead.
1: I was going to ask because I don't necessarily know if we'll get to it. But the thing at the very end where God opens up heaven and talks and says, this is my son. Uh-huh. This is my beloved son who I am well pleased. Is there any other place in the Bible where God just speaks audibly other than like Sinai? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, the Transfiguration Mountain. The Mount of Transfiguration. Oh, yeah. When Peter's just going on and God says, This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: This, that's cool. Yeah. That's it, pretty cool. It? It <laughs> and you wonder what God's voice or
0: what he made his voice sound like. Oh, that's a good way to say that. Yeah. What he made his voice to sound like.
1: Because obviously, you know. He doesn't have, like, vocal cords. He, cho- he chose he, he's, something. He's vibrating the air so that people can hear him. Yes. And, like, how is he... What does he choose to sound like? That's really, that's really interesting. It is. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just think it's like this thundering This voice. is my... You're right. He but it may just be this, this kind of calm, yeah. hey, whispery, hey. but everybody can hear it. Hey, this oh. is my son. I'm well pleased with him. And listen to him. Yeah, yeah. Might be like that. Yeah, could be. But who knows? Uh huh. Yeah, it's true. It's probably that's true. it's probably like thunder. I
0: don't know. Maybe don't know. <laughs> maybe not. It doesn't no. have to be. Yeah. Okay. That was just a sidebar. That's a fun sidebar, though. So these Pharisees and these Sadducees are the opposite of John. They are guys in prison. Hmm. Do you know what a Sadducee was?
1: Well, they didn't believe in the resurrection of the dead. That's true. They did not. Um. So they just were kind of like. More like uh, I don't know. More like like secular humanist, but religious. Like somehow they were mixing it all. They like weren't necessarily thinking of like the afterlife and right. their spiritual. And they didn't selves. believe in angels
0: and a few other things, like things that you know nowadays you would say. Well, if I can't see it, it's not real. Yeah, kind of thing. So they had but, that.
1: But but why did they even? Were they more just like? So obviously they were Jews, Jewish. They were the
0: priestly um, group, the echelon.
1: Okay, and but were it was were they more of just like um, uh, you know about the Jewish culture and the Jewish uh, like the what is what am I saying the the Jewish race like like they were doing traditions for the Hebrew traditions but they weren't necessarily like well were they were
0: did they believe in God. So yes. And okay. and I think it was because that was just part of the their culture. So so okay, so I'm a little bit I might be a little rough here, but we've got a lot of history to talk about. Okay. So there had been some ups and downs with who was in charge in Jerusalem for several hundred years. Okay. And, and
1: we're saying in charge
0: of the Jewish politi- yeah the community. political climate who, yeah not who actually not the, the government
1: rules. not Rome and that. right
0: well no even that like who made the rules okay. so so like um, there had been some Greek conquest and some um, introduction of Greek culture and then a Jewish rebellion against that that's the Maccabees and that's where we get the Pharisees they start to come out of that and so. You get this group of people that are like, we're gonna go back to the laws of the of the Bible and we're gonna make it pure Judaism again. But then power corrupts, right? And so even this and even this group, so so the priests became the kings in in the overthrow of, of Greek rule. The priests become the kings, and then you get. Corrupt priests, and then good priests, and then back and forth. And pretty soon you've got priests who've got to control their right to their position of power. And with power is prestige, status, influence, wealth. And so eventually you've got, not all of them, because we've got lots of good ones too. We've got like um, Zachariah, uh, John the Baptist, dad, yep. for example. Good priest. Yep. Holy man. Loved God. Believed in the scriptures. Um, But you had a lot that, you know, especially toward the top, you know, who were either on the top or trying to get to the top, that really they were materialists.
1: They were focused on... were
0: Pharisees not priests? No. A Pharisee could be anybody who... Nowadays, you could take anyone who goes to a real uptight church, you know, and you, you... They'd take anybody, right? You could be um, an attorney or a plumber or um, an athlete or a a teacher, whatever. If you go to that church, then you know, and you want to live up to those standards, Hmm. then you're welcome. So, Pharisees could be anything from any walk of life. That's funny. I always
1: looked at the Pharisees as being like the more official, like religious leaders, as opposed to the Sadducees. But Sadducees actually had like titles. Right. Like official priestly like responsibilities that was right. specific to that title, right? I guess I always look at like Pharisees and Sadducees, kind of like Shia and Sunni Muslims. Uh-huh. Like they sure. like were just like one believe in this, one believed in this. They're both Jewish. They both believe in some. And of they stuff, got to
0: share the yeah. They've got to share the power. Yeah. Well, they did have to share the influence nah, because people just look say, no, to I those Pharisees. I don't know anything about. I don't know very much about Islamic. okay (laughs) division so (laughs) they had to share that that um they had to share that that influence for sure okay um because people paid attention to what they thought because they were
1: both trying to influence people and influence ideas that were being being just taught and adopted by the people yeah okay
0: Yeah. yeah and okay so that's that's my best shot at a lot of that but you could firm a lot of that up. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, that actually makes me yeah, I want to look of into A couple authors. J.
0: Julius Scott's got a book on intertestamental Israel. You could read about him. A guy named Emil Schurer has like a five-volume, six-volume wow. set called The History of the Jewish People. You could get a lot of that information there.
1: Okay, cool. Actually, you should send me those books. And I'll put them in, like, the description. Okay. people want to look at it. Yeah, sure, sure. Because I'm going to want to remember that, too. Yeah.
0: So the Pharisees would have um, a a deep, deep concern to keep the law out of, like, a sense of culture, tradition, morality.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But it didn't protect them from their pride. Yeah. And so they would get proud about how good they were.
1: Were there? Because I'm just trying to think... Obviously, there are times when we think certain concepts or ideas are very New Testament, but then we go in the Old Testament and find it everywhere. And so, were there are there a lot of Old Testament? I'm just not thinking of one right now. Are there are there Old Testament passages by you know prophets like Isaiah or whoever that actually talk about pride and pride of? being self-righteous for your own morality. Like, would yeah, would, would they yeah, have verses yeah. to go to that might rebuke that pride and they're ignoring them? You, they're not... It, they're obviously not... It might not
0: be, like, in the Levitical law. No, but, yeah, you, you definitely... You've got a good point. Once you get to, like, the prophets and some of the minor prophets, like, say, Micah, for example, or someone like that, might come down on... Um, Religious correctness with no heart or love, especially for the widow, the orphan, the stranger. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Um, and God would say, and I don't know where this is. This might be Isaiah. Someone could correct me. I don't know. Where God says, I am sick of your sacrifices. They're making me nauseous.
1: Hmm. Well, we know that verse in Proverbs 50, or Psalm 51 talks about that where david talks about how god doesn't even want your sacrifices he the sacrifice to god is a pure like is a contrite heart yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly and then once you have that then your sacrifices will actually mean something but until then yes and that very thing could like you said that that's that's one that could have rebuked that that viewpoint and jesus would get after that and that's where john says bring fruit in keeping with repentance so people will a lot of times confuse or fruit.
1: bear fruit bear fruit. When you yes. said bring fruit, I was thinking of actual like fruit oh, yeah. basket. Uh-huh. So I was making yes. ch- I was like, huh, bear fruit, like, yeah, because you're a tree,
0: you're a tree, that's bear true. the fruit, yeah,
1: right, yep. And and okay. this new this new um, Jesus or this yes. other one is going to, which makes me think, be so cutting down the trees that don't have it.
0: So what if you you claim to be a repentance tree, hmm. or a tree that belongs in the repentance orchard. Then John's saying, "Then I should see some fruit of that repentance. sometimes we confuse the fruit and the repentance as one and the same thing, but they're not the repentance is the mindset, yep, and the fruit um, in keeping with repentance is um, new attitudes, new actions new new way of life, new goals, hmm. new loves um, yeah that that people can see or notice or pick up on. Yeah. Feel. You know what I mean? And so, um, and I think the Luke passage, John will give some examples. Like a soldier will say, well, what should I do? And John says, well, don't oppress the poor and be content with your wages. That would be fruit in keeping with repentance. Hmm. Be content with your wages.
1: Which was probably just a a thing that soldiers may not really have the opportunity to like change their contracts yeah. and so they probably get bitter or grumble after a certain amount of time and or take it out on the week oh that's true and and take or from them. and take from them to compensate yeah yeah that's true yeah. they yeah. overtax yeah
0: exactly or who knows what that's yeah. ooh yeah yeah we don't we don't even understand in 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 the US the yeah the bill of rights that we have it has essentially I mean, goodness, not that, yeah, I mean, I agree. Those are 10 things we've written down that people just, they didn't get to enjoy those things. Mm. So, so um, That's funny. you know, Yeah, like one about quartering soldiers. You were like, people in Israel might have had to do that. You know, and a soldier would come and say, feed me, give me more, and I'm going to take that with me as I leave you know that sort of thing yeah so so yeah so we've got these Pharisees and these Sadducees they're coming for baptism let's think about that what do you think that means they come for baptism and he says who warned you what are you doing here
1: honestly it's actually surprising to me that they're coming to some some guy in the woods to be baptized when they're just like you know religious Followers, mm-hmm. like I don't even know what they without what exactly they were thinking, and I'm kind of like, yeah, like John the Baptist was like, who who warned you? I think who, it's FOMO.
0: Ah, uh, do you think? Yeah, maybe. It might be fear of missing out. mm Hmm. I hadn't thought of that until and it's just, just now when you said they're coming to some guy in the woods. It just made me think. They see ever they see people just streaming out there. Huh people that don't come listen to them anymore. Yeah. Or maybe they're acting differently. They're changing. Well, maybe there's maybe the people are having a
1: sort of like revival. Yeah. Right. You know, and their revival is not coming from their teaching. Yeah. Yeah. And and then there's this guy out here that's preaching and he's like a prophet. Yeah. And so they might be thinking, well, let's let's just at least go and pretend like we are on the same Page is this guy. And then people start listening to us again. Because yeah. if they see us with him, they'll be like, oh, okay, they're teachers too. And they're probably teaching the same stuff as he is. So we'll go and hang out with them again and listen mm-hmm. to what they have to
0: say. We got to get our crowd back. We got to get our influence yeah. back.
1: Yeah, and I bet when he rebukes them in front of all those people, that defeats the whole purpose of what they're there. And they're like, <laughs> just oh just man, it was almost like a, it's almost like making me like a marketing campaign. Let's go get baptized by John the Baptist. A little PR stunt. Yes. So the art, so we get people so you, to come back. To so you put off. the
0: little sticker on your window, right? Exactly. It's, like we've been baptized. baptized. <laughs> so the Jordan. Yes. Jordan uh, baptized. And yes. John the
1: Baptist is handing out little pens. how
0: <laughs> no, he's not. Little, little gold ribbons you yeah, can no, clip to yourself.
1: That wasn't John.
0: No, not at all. Not at all. He doesn't care about his belt. He doesn't care about his clothes, his he's, food. No, he doesn't. His dessert. He's he just he wearing care. animal skins. Yeah. Yeah. So these guys, they come out. They're 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 trying to get involved, right? And he, he says that baptism is not for you if that's what you're trying to do. Hmm. What does that say about what baptism means? A lot of people have questions about baptism. And then people don't go to John the Baptist for baptism because they're like, well, that's a different baptism. But what does that say about baptism? It says that it's something, it,
1: even though it might be an outward display, it's an outward display of what you're claiming is in your heart.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. And so you're saying I'm a repentance tree. Yes. Like in my heart, I'm a repentance tree.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, I want to start growing little repentance fruits. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, you're just, you're essentially proclaiming something. That's one thing probably it is that, that is yeah. in your heart. And, it, and so if it's not in your heart, it is a pointless act. Like, yeah. it's, like it literally means nothing. Yeah. There's no magic in the water.
0: Right. 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 The Jordan is just the Jordan River. Yeah, it's just Jordan River. Yeah, yeah. He could be doing it anywhere, but he's he's dunking these guys in the Jordan, and um, um, it's a, a way of what does it say? Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? So it's a getting right with God symbol mm-hmm. or picture. Is
1: what it is. Yeah, right? God's calling us to repentance, and this is a way for us to exercise what we want to do and yeah. how we want to repent and get right with God. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And John the Baptist is inviting people to do it. Yeah, and it's powerful, and there's a revival. Yes. And the Pharisees are there for the wrong reasons. They're mm-hmm. seeing people go and listening to some other teacher, and they're losing congregation.
0: They're there just to go through the motions. Just to go through the motions. More religious yeah. motions. Hey, is that foreign to Pharisees? To go through religious motions?
1: Nope. It's actually not foreign to anybody. No. <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually just kind of... It's a, it's a S- pretty human... Say more about that. Well, we like, we like lists. We like to check things off boxes. Yeah. Like, if you just give me a list of things to do. Like, even if it's make a pilgrimage to Mecca... Or pray five times a day. Give me a list of things that I have to do. And if I do them, I know I'm going to heaven. Like, even if it's really hard, if I've got the list, I can at least check the box. It might
0: take me years and years to get it done, but I can work toward it.
1: Yeah. Or, exactly, if I wear the right clothes, I don't wear those clothes, I don't listen to this music. This is my list. It consoles you, right? Yeah. God will approve of me Uh if Uh I've never... Yeah. No, I yeah, it's
0: and so what if you come up what if somebody comes along and tells you there's a new there's a new formula, there's a new religious tenet or activity that you've got to do. Well you just gotta add it to your list. You just add it to the list. Or what if you think that your list you realize your list didn't get you anywhere, but then you hear of a different list. I think that's why people flip flop on what what religious faith they are. Yeah. You know, the they're like, well, I was, I was raised in this church, but now I'm more of like a Zen Buddhist kind of thing. Yeah, It's, it's just... We're, we're,
1: we're searching for the list that makes us feel best.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so here are these Pharisees. They come out. They're ready to just add one more thing to the list.
1: Yeah. I mean, goodness, they're, they're really good at it. Yeah. You know, they tied their cinnamon and all that stuff. You know, and if the list that you had wasn't... was kind of gray... You got to make sure that you just apply it to everything
0: so that mm-hmm. you're so that you don't miss it. Right. You know, <laughs> because wouldn't that stink if you did all of that, but you missed the one thing. And God's like, you did not tithe your salt. Yeah. Oh, 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 you're going to send me to hell
1: for that one thing. Yes, I didn't so tithe hell. my salt. Exactly. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, you got to check that list. That's what God cares about. Do you see that happening? Today? That would be a weird God. If he that really would be a weird guy. If he was just telling us to check boxes and then we're we're okay. Like that isn't that's not even like a like humans wouldn't even ask anybody to do that. I mean like, yeah, I do ask my kids to like clean their room and stuff. And I do care if it's clean, but what I really care more about is that they get up and do it joyfully and that they whistle while they work and that they they're proud of their work, and they come show me and say, "Hey, did I, did I, you know, please you?" And and I'm saying, "Absolutely, you did." And then I reward them or something. But their their attitude is way more important than just checking the list. And checking the list of the things I asked them to do doesn't make them more or less my children.
0: And if they fought the whole time, they did it
1: exactly. Yeah. You
0: know, if or they if they, they were made the other one feel really terrible.
1: Yeah. They they had just a bitter look on their face. Yeah. And then and they were doing it resentfully. Yeah. Or begrudgingly. Yeah. Like, it still got done fine, but, like, it didn't make me happy with, like, as a parent. Yeah. That they were so begrudgingly doing this thing. Yeah. Because that wasn't the thing that was important. Yeah. You know. I agree. But you're my son or daughter no matter what. Even if some days you do do it begrudgingly, like, you're my son and daughter. Like, I'm I'm not going to kick you out of my house because you didn't check the boxes.
0: Right. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. I agree. And, okay. And I think we add. I think we're always looking to add a new thing to make ourselves more right, more correct. But we've made. We've made. Nowadays, who is who is our God? Other people, what they think of us, how we fit in, how we belong, and I think that's a big part of why the Pharisees come out to the Jordan, and I think that's a big part of why a lot of people go through religious motions and why I went through religious motions for a long time yeah me too was because um part of who my god was was other people's opinions yeah Mm -hmm. How, how did they evaluate and am I fitting in yeah and saying it the right way and doing it and wearing it the right way the way everyone else is supposed to the way everyone else does and the way I'm supposed to mm-hmm. you know I I remember not being quite so much judgmental toward another person I mean yes yeah but my biggest my biggest hang up was not how come they don't live up to my standards but I've got to show this other group I li- I'm living up to their standards yeah
1: and it's actually kind of nice when people in the group aren't living up to your standards. It's not that you're judging them, but you're like, ah, at least I've checked more boxes, and so I feel more good about my yeah. standing with the group. Yeah. And if they're if if the if the higher ups are gonna look and see who's dropping the ball, they're gonna see all them
0: first, and I'm gonna be up higher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was always about how people <laughs> viewed me, not really how I viewed others. Yeah, I mean, there was that. Yeah. But my, my, the, the biggest thing was how I was viewed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was, wasn't good for me. It Mm -hmm. wasn't good for my soul.
1: Yeah. Not me either. And especially because when I was doing most of that, because we come from a similar fundamentalist background, um, when I was doing or living that lifestyle, I didn't want to be doing those things. I was just like, man, I was actually getting further and further from loving Jesus because I was like, if this is really what being a Christian is. I love Jesus, and I know about what He offered yeah. to me. Yeah. I was like, "But this is—if this is actually what it means to be a good Christian, it's not me." Like I know in my heart, this isn't me, and it's not worth it. It's, and it's not worth it. It's like I don't want to i don't want to have to get up at 4 a.m. every morning and read my Bible, or God doesn't love me. Like um, I love reading my Bible, but like it's—if there's just this requirement, and this is the—this is how good Christians always behave. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, it's too hard. Yeah. It's too hard. I was the
0: kid that checked all the boxes and it wore me out.
1: I checked only the ones that I could just skate, skate by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah I, and
1: I was fine with that. So you could be on the margin. Yeah.
0: I had to get the gold star. Now,
1: I respected guys like you, I just cool. knew I could never get there. Now respected because in my mindset was the same. I wanted to be in the same group in the well, same club.
0: You might you might look like you might look at someone who who like me was checking all those boxes and say, Wow, he's got the gold star. I never felt like I had the gold star. Ah. Yeah. I always felt like there was more to check. There's more to do. There's more to show. Hmm. It was exhausting. It wasn't and it did not bring me close to Christ. At the same time I was close to Christ when like I was almost like a like I had dual personalities. Yeah, me too.
1: You know I had I mean? dual personalities. I had and my I could, religious life and then yeah. a little private relationship with Christ, and praise God that we were able to have a relationship with Christ even in that environment. Yeah. yeah that yeah. is a that's a gift that he gave us because he didn't leave us. And I would though. say
0: that a lot of people in that environment helped feed my relationship with Christ. Yeah. Like they weren't all obstacles. Yeah, there were just aspects of things that we all did. We all did as a culture. Not these people did it to me. Yeah, this, we all did as a culture that didn't feed it. And then there were aspects of the real closeness with Jesus that we would feed. That uh, that oh, and then that's what really. So so what if what if this we settled with regard to any individual in our group as long as they're checking the boxes then they're with us and we didn't really check in and say do you have a relationship with jesus
1: we talked about that but we didn't dig.
0: do you know that god loves you yeah you know yeah
1: it wasn't the priority i mean we definitely talked about it we talked about the like relationship having a relationship with jesus was buzzwordy and Mm -hmm. it went around but um it was Abstract and how like we were supposed to do that. Like a relationship with Jesus sometimes can mean are you getting up at four a.m. and reading the Bible? Yeah. Like right. sometimes that could be. Yeah. Quick. At least to me, I was misinterpreting it. Even yeah. if it was being taught rightly, I was misinterpreting it yeah. as are you doing the things that are required to have a relationship
0: yeah. with Jesus? Um, I would say I would say that. But I did have people in that... group probably a lot of people were capable of on one day speaking correctly and then on another day clouding it with or hearing it clouded with yeah. works. I don't know. I think it depends on it de-
1: Depends on how guilty we felt yeah. that day. Yeah, <laughs> How we heard it or how we taught it. I think you're right. And then we're going to teach what we're, we're thinking. how proud. Or and that's not. a vicious that's cycle.
0: Have we talked about that before on this podcast? The vicious cycle of guilt and pride. I don't think so. And just like, okay, so you get all proud of... All, the, all these things that you're doing. And so that, that um, eventually leads you to. To
1: guilt. To because s- when you slip up, yes. then, you're, then you just plunge into guilt because you don't get to experience that high of pride anymore. Right. And then you work and somehow and you make work your, your way, way back out up. of
0: guilt. And then by working your way out of guilt, you don't get to peace, you get to pride. And it just keeps spinning around and around and around in circles. And Jesus
1: just wants to explode that circles. He
0: wants to, yeah.
1: He doesn't want to be in the middle of it. He doesn't want to be on the outside of it. He just wants to destroy it. Yes. Get rid of it. Yes. Like, blow that up. Yeah, you're an heir. And I've offered you that. Just believe in me and you can have peace. And there's no cycle. It is literally a road that you're walking forever. Yeah. And it's not a cycle. It is a road with new sights and new smells and, and of, new loves and, and new, new pains, pain. yeah. but, it, yeah. but Jesus is
0: with you. Right, 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 all the way through. Yeah. Giving it meaning or, exactly. or calling you to trust him when you don't see the meaning, mm-hmm. which you can. And so so that, that's what, that's what these guys needed, and they didn't know about real repentance, so their baptism was just another work. All right, so we've kind of talked about baptism as being a reflection of heart. That's what that that's what that was meant to be.
1: You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Yeah, yeah. He's being nasty. Not yeah. nasty. I mean, he's using hard language, right? And he's getting their attention. Yes, because they they snake bite people. Yeah, They're they, vipers. And he's calling that calling that from everybody. Uh huh. Oh, it's. They're getting the opposite of what they expected to get when they came to this.
0: Oh, they really are. They're
1: really getting they're getting rebuked by this guy. They're not
0: getting welcomed by him. They thought they'd just roll in on that, you know. <laughs> oh no. And like he's gonna put him up on the podium.
1: I mean, I almost feel bad for him and I know I shouldn't, because he's because John the Baptist is the right one here and he's speaking the truth. And, and this, this truth is the best
0: thing they could have heard. It's the best
1: thing they could have heard, and God is blessing this language towards yeah. them because God is wanting to crack their pride. Yeah. And he wants... Because God
0: loves us all. And he even loves the Pharisees. And that's the way sometimes pride needs to be dealt with is cracked. Sometimes we don't always know if it should be with gentleness or with with, um, strong language. Yeah. We've got to use our discernment. And this is what John's discerning here. Yeah. Is that here's this very, very proud group. And the only way to get to them is to crack them. And so... He, they say, what does he say? Do not presume to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. What would that mean? Why would they say that?
1: Because Abraham was given the original covenant of God, that from his line the whole all families of the world would be blessed, mm-hmm. and that he would have, you know, descendants as there are stars in the heavens, and the Savior essentially is going to be coming from the line of Abraham, and the line of Abraham is God's chosen people. And Jacob had 12 sons, and they're the 12 tribes of Israel, um, and they're a, they're a member of some important tribe. Um, and they just take pride and rest in, since our blood is of the pure blood of God's chosen people, that um, that means something really good. Um, yeah. And then he's like... Which
0: means you've inherited... You've inherited... The most important box to check. Exactly. Already. Exactly. we are We're, born into we're not
1: one of these Samaritan people yes. who are mixed and yes. who knows what. We're not one of these people from outside, like these Romans, these European, Greek people that are not part of us. Mm. And of course, goodness... Racial pride is a thing that has happened throughout history in all kinds of ways. But this is just one of those things, like, you think that even God approves of your racial lineage more because you are a blood descendant of Abraham.
0: So he chops that down, too, doesn't he?
1: (laughs) (coughs) Oh, yeah, man. He says, God can bring up descendants of Abraham from these stones.
0: (laughs) Uh, What's in that sentence? (laughs) I mean there's actually I
1: mean if you actually go further in the New Testament and realize what a descendant what a real descendant of Abraham is mm-hmm. what Hebrews talks about how Abraham had faith in God and God counted it to him as righteousness the ones of us that put faith in God and our our, our belief in Jesus yes. are a descendant of Abraham
0: the true sons
1: yeah the true sons the sons of the covenant because the covenant was a promise and a yes. promise that was accepted and accepted with faith
0: yes you want to read more about that it's Romans 4 <laughs> it's uh galatians the whole book of galatians yeah, galatians is dig good. into hebrews mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. and
1: read genesis yeah. <laughs> i mean that's where abraham and the covenant happened at the beginning and you actually see the faith
0: mm-hmm. and the
1: lack of faiths mm-hmm. but he had he had so much lack of abraham at so many times where he didn't have faith that it's actually kind of refreshing because you know that even my imperfect faith yeah. is just one of those things that God is...
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's bearing with it. He's bearing with it. Yeah. yeah. And so he could raise up from these stones children for Abraham. Mm-hmm. So so God's not... God is not dependent upon your parents marrying the right people and producing the right DNA. offspring. Yes. God's not dependent on no. that. No. 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 And God, in
1: preserving a people and passing down through oral traditions and through the written word as it was written by prophets throughout time and David and the rest and Moses, Mm -hmm. by preserving a people that happened to be blood related, but by preserving them, he's preserving um, the teachings of his covenant and he wants them all to be children of God through faith. Yes, right. And so they all have this opportunity to hear from their fathers and their grandparents about God and about those stories. And to remind themselves of fleeing Egypt and how God protected them so that they can actually become children of Abraham. Yes. They got it confused with their blood. They did. But God preserved them so that they ha- he had a, a a tradition that he yeah. was building about the covenant. So yes. that they could be... Children of the covenant. Right,
0: right, 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 right. It was always grace, then obedience. Yeah. Grace first, then obedience. You look at the chapter with the Ten Commandments in it, Exodus chapter 20, the first verse is, uh, we don't memorize the first verse. We don't write it on our Ten Commandments,
1: our little tablets tablets. that we
0: hang on. We don't do that, but it says, I'm the God who loves you. I brought, well, he doesn't say that. He says, I'm the God that brought you out of Egypt and did all these great miracles for you. So now. I want you to respond. Respond, and here are some moral laws. And then he gets the laws. So it's it's grace and then obedience.
1: Acknowledge that God has already rescued you. He's the one who rescued you. Yes. And yes. so because he rescued you, here
0: are the fruits that I'm wanting to see you start to bear. And that's how yeah. you get... That's the attitude in which you get to repentance and baptism. Yeah. It's not the other way around. It's not... right If... You bear these fruits and
1: don't murder and don't steal and don't commit adultery and love me with all your heart, soul, and mind. If you do that, then I'll rescue you. Right. It's I've already rescued you. I'm the God that's rescued you. And from a heart of thankfulness and love for me, here's some things that please me. Mm-hmm. And live, live this way if, at, yeah. <laughs> at every yeah. turn
0: that you can. Yeah, every turn. That, yeah, because, okay, so like baptism is a picture of that rescue. Yeah, it's a picture of going down into the death and coming back out yep. into resurrection, right? He says, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? This baptism is is a picture that I am already rescued. Uh, yes. And that's
1: why we do it. And that's why the I mean the, the that's probably why we do it at the beginning of your your journey of faith in Christ. It's, you know, believe and be baptized and then you're already rescued and you've gone
0: through that symbol. Yes. And the same with repentance. The same with repentance. We, we don't have to, like, if I can shed enough tears and be sorry enough, then God will accept my apology, mm-hmm. which is how I have felt millions of I mean, times. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, I okay. just can't get sorry enough. I can't. i got to get yeah. sorry enough. Yeah. But but it's <laughs> repentance really is... It, it really is is founded on this idea there's a gracious god who loves me who's offered forgiveness to me through jesus if i'm if i'm recognizing that jesus died for this then oh my goodness why would i want to keep doing it mm-hmm. oh jesus i'm so sorry and then i think about oh god forgive me i there i was but i know he has forgiven me yep jesus has shed his blood Oh, wow, what a good God I have. And repentance actually is the uh, doorway to joy. Yeah. A lot of people are like, where's my joy? And it's through repentance.
1: Well, well, can we, just, can we explain what repentance is or talk about that? Yeah. Because I think that was always a, yeah. a confusing thing to me. It's like, what is repentance? Okay,
0: what was confused? you? What did you think it was? And now you're suspicious that it's not.
1: Well, I was taught that repentance was derived from a military term, some ancient military term, whether it was Greek or something. And it meant to like soldiers would be marching one way and then they would repent or whatever this military word was. And they would turn 180 degrees the other way and start marching that way. Okay. Okay. And so what I would struggle with is um, that repentance is all about your behavior. Um, mm-hmm. It's not really about your heart. It's about your behavior. And so if I find myself um, habitually sinning in some way and I need to repent of that, which I do, um, or I do need to repent of it, uh I turn and for a little while with willpower I can resist doing that sin. But then if I find myself sinning in that way again, then I'm like, ah, oh, I didn't really repent. I never really repented.
0: There's the danger. Right there. Oh, I didn't really repent. Yeah. As though repentance is a a single moment or event. Yeah. Which is why there's all of the walking of the aisles. Yep. And the filling out of the decision cards. And the um, throwing my stick into the fire at camp, or whatever that is, these constant like events of
1: turning. We burned our CDs one time. Yes. Just burn yes. them. What, 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 you burn your Eric Clapton unplugged CD? <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> uh... Oh. and 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 my
0: Garth Brooks CD where he's got the blue and black shirt on
1: uh, and the youth press would be like oh didn't you just hear the demons hissing as (laughs) the CDs were being burned it's like well, plastic also makes that sound, so. <laughs> I, I that. that could have just oh, been burning plastic. Yeah, i never heard that. That's an extra line. <laughs> oh, goodness.
0: Okay, so, so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, yeah, there definitely is. I don't know about the whole military whatever. Yeah, I don't Some know. Some of that. that gets to become like one preacher heard it from another preacher. Yep, and yep. Just and it's just on this down. like
1: apocryphal, you know. Illustration. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yes. But, but I do know this. Okay, so, so in Hebrew, it means to turn. Okay. Okay. And in Greek, it means to change your mind. Hmm. Okay, so, so there is that yep. to it. But here's the thing. What does is, what is God describe us as at our worst moment? We are like um, donkeys that won't go the right way.
1: Like when Jesus told Paul, "Why are you kicking against the cattle prod?" Yes,
0: yes. Why won't
1: you listen to me and turn and yes. like
0: go that way when I'm yes. trying to prod you that way? It's a great example. Um, we are described um, as unfaithful spouses. Mm. Yeah. Now, a faithful now an unfaithful spouse is capable of love and sexual relations and um, generosity and whatever to the one they're married to, and then. To somebody else, to somebody else, right? And that's that unfaithfulness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these are the things that we're described as. So, so, in other words, what is necessary for us? It, we have an inherent need to always be repenting, <clears throat> to constantly be turning back. Hmm. Does that make sense? It it's does. not a one-off moment.
1: Yeah.
0: And so what is a fruit of repentance? Well, a, a fruit of repentance is that change of mind where I'm going to do it. But but then when I do sin again, I didn't invalidate all of those previous fruits of repentance if they came from a true heart. Mm-hmm. I just need to re-up. I, I need to re-enlist.
1: However, I will say it's a little confusing because... Um, John is baptizing people in a baptism of repentance, and that's seems to me to be like a one time thing. I mean, unless people kept coming back and being like, Yeah, I repent again. Um, but like when I read this as a kid, I'm just like, okay, like if you do the baptism of repentance thing, you repent. Like it is
0: like a one time thing and you better stick to it. Right. So
1: so that is just right. I at least my human brain Totally good.
0: To, and 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 that's why some people will want to get baptized again when they've turned their life That's around true. or something. Oh like yeah, that. I've even
1: thought about that. Yeah, because I was baptized when I was twelve, right. and I've done a lot of sinning since yeah. I was twelve. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, the, <laughs> the Bible doesn't say how many times you can be baptized, but it also doesn't suggest that you need to be baptized more than once. Yeah, and so, so um, hmm. th- this idea again, baptism is an acknowledgement of a of a situation. Yep that i have been rescued not that i have turned from my sin mm mm-hmm. do you see the difference so yep oh yeah that's a good point yeah okay tell me the, what i just saw the tell me what what you're thinking
1: yeah well just like we were talking about earlier you know you ba- you're baptized at the beginning of this journey as a symbol that i have changed my mind about the sin in my life. And I now agree with God that it's sin, but I'm also acknowledging that I died and I have been raised.
0: I have been rescued. I died with Jesus on the cross and I was buried in the grave Just like God. And I rose with him.
1: What you said, God said in Exodus right before he gave the 10 commandments, I am the God who has already rescued you. Um, And so to get rebaptized seems silly because you've already acknowledged that God has rescued you. Um, and now you're living a life of repentance. Mm-hmm. In fact, mm-hmm. um, you never you weren't repenting before, and you might have been, in some way. But if you know, whenever you started this understanding of I'm changing my mind, I'm going to agree with God about what is sin. Um, I'm living a life of repentance, meaning um, when I do sin, I agree with God that it was sin, and um, I'm thankful that I've already been rescued. Yeah. I. I Reaffirm in my mind that it's sin and I re-repent in that way and then I go forward and try to bear the fruit of that in the joy of Christ joy of Christ because I've already been rescued I've already been rescued and so I don't have to feel like I'm going to hell
0: and guess what if I sin it again and I will because I've said how many times I'll never do it again and I do Mm -hmm. okay and when I sin it again I know that God knows the complete number of times that I will do that. Yep. I don't. And he has already forgiven them all. When I sin again, I shock myself. I shock my pride. Mm-hmm. When I when I sin again, I do not shock the God who saved me. Mm-hmm.
1: And I forget which verse. I think it was like Luke chapter 3 or I could be wrong. Remember that verse we talked about Number of weeks ago, where Jesus is telling the disciples that if somebody sins against you oh, yeah. seven times in yeah. one day, yeah. and seven times in that day they say they're sorry, it's pretty much what it's saying, you must forgive them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Jesus tells them they must forgive them. Like he is requiring them. They sin against you seven times and say, I repent seven times. You must forgive them, and seven times in a day—that's a lot of times for one person just to sin against you and repent. And then later he tells them seventy times seven. Yeah, its like four hundred and ninety. You start to
0: like not believe it anymore. I but know. That's how gracious God is.
1: Well, He's telling them you must forgive them yeah.
0: because that's what He does. Exactly, that's what He does. And so we're like, God would never forgive. Yes, He would.
1: Yeah, He. God would never forgive me if I did this seven times today, and I keep. Saying, I'm so sorry, God. What yeah. am I doing? Yeah. I can't do this. This is not pleasing to you. And somehow I do it six more times. Yes. And, st- and say I repent yes. six more times. And how much of a hypocrite would I feel like by doing it, saying yes. I'm repentant, doing it, yes. say I repent. In one day, Yeah, I would feel horrible. Yes. But God actually still forgives
0: me. He does forgive. Oh, he's so good. That's really awesome. So so in, in, in 1 Peter 3... Peter's teaching on baptism, and he talks about it in reference to Noah getting on the ark. Yeah. It's a form of rescue. Yeah. And he says, you're putting your hope. You've got an appeal to God for a clean conscience through the resurrection of Jesus. Hmm. That's an important phrase. That is. not you, you appeal to God for a clean conscience based on your resolve mm-hmm. never to do this again. That's not the turning. That's not what baptism is. But through the resurrection of Jesus, that's the one-time event that saves us. Amen. Praise God. Right? That rescues us. And
1: we couldn't do
0: that. No, we couldn't.
1: We cannot live a perfect life and then die innocent death being accused of all these
0: sins. Just like Noah couldn't outswim the flood. He needed the ark. Yeah. You can't outswim. And he
1: also needed God not to sink the ark. Yeah. like yeah. It's like, you know, well, it's, uh, you, he couldn't have done any of that on his own. There's nothing.
0: Which is why he built an ark to God's specifications.
1: And and to God's glory. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even if that wasn't the perfect... We like to say, oh, that was the perfect design. Oh, right. That didn't have to be the any perfect design. It's just a big boat. And God and God is pleased that he is doing it and obeying and submitting and building it this way and he's not going to sink it.
0: Right. The Bible's constantly <laughs> saying, do it God's way. Yeah. Have a fear of the Lord. Do it God's way. And so, so we can't outswim our sins, uh-uh. not with our willpower to never do it again. We need the resurrection of Jesus and that's what baptism is. So this idea of baptism being an event is, but we're looking at the wrong event. When we're looking at our own resolve, Resolve, the event is always the cross and the resurrection. That's the event. You look at that weekend, and that's the only one that you look at. And so then, based on that, guess what? You can turn today and tomorrow and the next day, and it doesn't matter how bad it is. Maybe you committed adultery. Maybe you had an abortion. Maybe you cheated. Maybe you've done something that you can't believe or that you swore you'd never do. Or maybe you've done it again and again and again and again and again and you love it and you hate it and you love it and you hate that you love it, but you do love it. God will forgive you. Amen. And he absolutely will. And you can repent. And you do not have to be bound up by that. And you do not have to be bound up in the prison of trying to prove repentance. Because repentance is a heart thing. Mm-hmm. You don't prove it. Yep. It just flows out. Yeah. When you're like, oh, Jesus, you died for that and all of it. Mm -hmm. You're so awesome. Mm -hmm. And then you live out of his awesomeness. And God loves you.
1: And he he smiles when he looks at you. And he is ready to forgive you. And he's already done everything that needs to be done for your entire soul eternally Mm -hmm. to be saved. Yes. It's done. Everything. And I think it's cool reading... He will baptize you When John the Baptist is saying I'm baptizing you with water
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Now it's also cool that John the Baptist, John is baptizing you he, Almost like God is Killing you and raising you Like there's somebody that's doing this to right, you Right, you don't dunk yourself No, right. you don't dunk Great yourself Great point And then it talks about Jesus Whose sandals John is not worthy to carry mm-hmm. And then he ends up baptizing them here in a minute Mm-hmm. Um he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. He will do the thing. Yes. He will do the thing. Yes. And um, there's nothing you can do to baptize yourself with the Holy Spirit and fire. No. That's not even like, a, no. we don't have, that's beyond our pay grade. Right, <laughs> right.
0: right. So, oh. You know what? It, you know what's really cool is Jesus, in order to earn that pay grade, this is parallel to Hebrews 2 and 4 and other places. In order to earn that pay grade, he identified with us by being baptized before he became the baptizer. Yeah. So we say John the Baptist. Well, now we should say Jesus the Baptist. Mm-hmm. But in order to say Jesus the Baptist, we have to say first Jesus the baptized. Mm-hmm. Jesus identified with us. He said, no, in order to fulfill, fulfill all righteousness, I'm going to be one with you. I'm going to do I'm gonna go all in and be one of you. Mm-hmm. He was baptized, and that baptism was just simply pointing to his future cross mm-hmm. and resurrection.
1: Yeah, it was. It was a symbol of what God has already done since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. Is this has created this plan? And God lives outside of time. He's not some being inside of the universe that has to trapped be limited, by time, trapped by which would make physics. time. The God exactly right. He's done this before the beginning of time, but yeah, just like the Old Testament Christians were looking ahead to their Messiah and their Savior and their faith in god's promise that's how they had faith in Jesus and here's Jesus having faith
0: in the plan of God and the plan of the Father that he will walk, yes, and that fulfill. he himself would do oh. So cool, isn't it's really it? Really cool, man. So there is Jesus fulfilling all righteousness having faith. Mhm. Righteousness is reckoned to us how? By faith. By faith, Romans 4.
1: It's and and then at the end of the day it's Jesus's righteousness that gives us a, an appeal to God for a clean conscience. Yes. It's his death and his resurrection and his plan that he fulfilled and he finished that we can appeal to God and actually have a clean conscience, not by our resolve and our success. And keeping our word when yeah. we said we'd never sin that way again and then we did. Yes.
0: Um, yes. We can't, we're, we're not Jesus. Right. Which leads right. us to one more awesome thing, I think, where he says, where God says from the heavens, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. He, God,
1: God the Father is acknowledging that this is the son
0: that is the fulfillment of my promise and my covenant. So that means I don't have to be the fulfillment. Yeah. I can't be the fulfillment. I just need to get in line with Jesus. I need to say, Jesus, I believe in you. If you've never put your hope in Jesus as your savior, you can today. Mm -hmm. Say, Jesus, I believe in you. I'm a sinner and I'm done trying to fix myself. You are the one I'm trusting in. You save me, please, by your grace. Mm -hmm. Pray that in your own words. Yep. But it's not simply a prayer. It's not just like you check off that prayer and, and now you're good with God. Yeah. It's your heart. Does your heart yell that to God?
1: Does your heart yell that you acknowledge that you can't save yourself and that you're in desperate need of a loving God to do that rescue for you? Yeah. And, and you just acknowledge that he's God and that he has rescued you and Jesus is the name you call on. He's yeah. the one who died and then raised from the dead, yeah. proving that it, yeah. that he that he paid the price yeah. for everyone's sin, past, present, and future. Yeah. It, he wouldn't, he couldn't have raised from the dead if every sin wasn't fully paid for. Right. That talks
0: about how you can't outswim mm-hmm. your sins. Right. You're you're drowning in the flood of your sins, and you've got um, um, half of your head above water and one arm. And who are you going to yell to? Mm-hmm. Help me! Save me! Your heart can do that. It's not a prayer, and it's not the right way to do it. Jesus saved. And Jesus saves. And he will, right? And God does.
1: Yep. He told the disciples, somebody sins against you seven times and then just says, I repent seven times. Now, you don't have to keep repenting in those words to be saved. He's already done the work, but he will always forgive you. There's no sin that you can have done that isn't forgiven with Christ's death and
0: resurrection. So let me ask you this thing. Why do we need to have regular, I won't put like a time frequency on it, but frequent or regular repentance?
1: Because we have repented, but we're still living in fleshly bodies that are tempted by our flesh, by our worldly surroundings, by the devil.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we choose to sin and rebel against God again. Mm-hmm. We continue to repent because we have repented and we've acknowledged that Jesus has saved us and we are his children and we remember even if it's not until after our sin and sometimes we remember it and choose to sin anyways and then afterwards we're like, that was really evil. Like, why did I do that? And then we feel guilty. We can appeal to God for a clean conscience because of Jesus' death and resurrection but we repent again so that um, we can joyfully Mm -hmm. and lovingly in our relationship with Jesus Mm -hmm. move forward and and start to bear a little bit of that fruit that Jesus can bear with us.
0: That's it. This joyful relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. What, What relationship could possibly be built on one person always sinning against another and never saying, I'm sorry, and the other person just constantly just bearing it and bearing it. with it. That's not a relationship. And that's
1: not even how, re- yeah, you're right. That's not how real relationships are. That's do. not healthy. And it doesn't even, it's one of those things where like my marriage is not um, going to end because I sin against my wife or my wife sins against me. But when we do, Because we love each other and we want to go forward in joy and peace, because I want to go forward with you, we re-acknowledge, hey, that was a sin. I shouldn't have done that. So sorry. Can you? Will you forgive me? Yeah. And as Christian husband and wife, which we both are, we know that Jesus tells us to forgive each other, and we forgive.
0: Yeah.
1: And then we. It's not that. It's not like it didn't cause pain it could have been painful but we forgive so why and do we, we it mends our relationship yes
0: yeah. so why do we repent to god to mend that to, to, mend to fix the relationship back up not from his end to me no well he like he's all he doesn't sin against us right or for you know to say okay fine i was waiting for you but it's what relationships do it's what they do it's what a relationship
1: is. is yes it's, so it's not a, a works checklist to check off
0: to earn heaven. So the very fact that you, you repent is a sign of your relationship with Jesus. Yeah. It's a sign that you love. Him.
1: And the fact the reason why it feels like you might repent a little bit more to God than you do in your daily relationships is because you because you sin against God all the time. Even in your mind, even in your private
0: thoughts. You know that he knows those things, And you
1: know he's everywhere, and he sees it, and he knows. And so you you want that relationship to stay healthy, and so you repent. And a lot of times, I bet, I mean, a lot of times, all the time, repentance is probably for you more than it's for God. Now, God wants you to repent for the relationship's sake. But God's a big boy, and he loves you, and he knows that repenting is going to
0: mend your heart. So that you can actually be in relationship with him. Yes. Relationships, even human to human, that um, have a lot of pride in them instead of repentance. Where people just sweep it under the rug. Or they don't say, will you forgive me? You know, and they, they constantly keep a list of how you've done me wrong. Yep. All of that pride, all of that pride is really self-deception. It's a way of trying to not look at how I've broken the relationship. If you will just say, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? That, that tears down the pride. It acknowledges what actually happened. It acknowledges reality so you're not lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you can walk forward in the relationship. Yeah. The same thing would be true with God. Yeah. When we're proud mm-hmm. about our morality... What we're really doing is we're lying. God has, God has no right to tell me that yes. this is not okay.
1: It's a relationship. It's an agreement between you and if if mm-hmm. you've agreed to be in a relationship with God, He has a personality too, and He has He has characteristics that make Him who He is, and it just so happens that He is perfect, and He made you, and He made the world, and so if He says this is good and this is how I am, then He He's right. Yeah. Um. But we have. Like, if I have a relationship with my wife, there are things that I could do that would annoy her and would would harm her relationship that aren't necessarily sins. They're just things she doesn't like. She didn't, maybe she doesn't like if I bite my fingernails. And if I, like, bite my fingernails, you can't tell me that I'm mm-hmm. wrong. Well, no. She really can't. But is that... I mean, you're just being a jerk. Um, you know? Maybe if you actually love her and you actually want to uh, be close to her, you'll... You'll just acknowledge that she doesn't like when I bite my fingernails. And so I love her. And I'm going to try not to do that. Now, now it's hard. And I might bite them on accident sometimes. But I'm not just going to be proud yeah. about my my yeah. this yeah. thing that I'm going to do in her face. Yeah. She can't yeah. tell me what to do.
0: Yeah, pride, pride is, is a lie to yourself and a fist toward the other person saying you can't tell me. And when we just break through it and repent... We restore relationships. Maybe you have a relationship you need to restore. Mm -hmm. Maybe with God, maybe with someone else. One of the first steps is to repent to that person and to God. And to go to them and say, hey, not only did I do this and it was wrong and I'm sorry, I regret it, but I also need you to forgive me. Would you forgive me? Mm -hmm. That's an appeal to their grace. Would you forgive me? And maybe you've got relationships you hope get better, but you the last thing you're going to do is repent. That pride is a is a lie to yourself, and it's a fist to the other person, and they feel it and they know it. Mm-hmm. You want that to be better? Repent. Repentance brings joy. It's not a bad word. It's a good word. It's a good word.
1: And especially if you're if you claim to be someone who follows Christ, um, God tells us before you come to me and hang out with me and worship me, go repent to whoever you've sinned against yeah do that first i care about relationships and i care about your relationships and i especially if you're a christian then um yeah. before you come and talk to me like i can wait, I can I've, wait. I've been here forever
0: that's a good point uh go. he
1: cares he cares about our relationships he cares about our relationships and he wants he wants christ to shine through our humility yeah to that other person
0: yeah
1: and even even if they don't forgive you yeah. Like you, you, you are, you're responsible for what you do.
0: And you know, there's a lot of people that are just out there ready to forgive things. Mm-hmm. They're ready. Like the prodigal son's dad. Mm-hmm. That's a reference to Luke, I think 15. Where the dad is just waiting, waiting for the son to come home. And you might have a lot of relationships where you think they have moved on. They don't, they don't, I don't like them anymore and they don't like me and whatever. They're just waiting. Just go Crack through the pride. Yep. And you, and you ask for forgiveness. Even
1: if they did it first to you. Yeah. And then you did something back. Maybe it's just like, okay, I'm going to ask for forgiveness from them. And they might not immediately forgive me. Or they might be
0: waiting for me to say something. They might just be right there, ready. Yeah. Ready to go. Repentance is the door to joy. It really is. Alright, should we take a break?
1: Well, let's... uh, yeah, let's take a break. Okay, cool. Take a break and then roll our dice and figure out what we're gonna do next time. Sounds good. Sweet! Alright, let me get my dice for my die. Oh, I have a Rubik's Cube in here. And a really nice fidget spinner. Check that out. Okay. It's got okay. German bearings. I okay. think we'll spend like six minutes. Okay. Pretty cool. Then I have a die. I had a 20-sided die in my bag in that creative writing class where that teacher gave me a D for mentioning <laughs> Ra the sun god in my haiku. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I had a D20 in my backpack. And that D20 sparked a lifelong friendship with one of my best friends from college because the teacher asked, does anybody have a dice or a die with them? Because she wanted to make some example. She was expecting somebody to pull out, you know, a six-sider like in the Monopoly. I don't know why they would, but I just raised my hand. I've got one. And she's like, "Oh, okay. I think it was maybe a rhetorical request, but it's pretty handy." Oh, okay, okay. And so I pulled out a twenty signer And she's like, "Well, this isn't exactly the kind of die that I was looking for, but maybe it'll work. I don't know if she used it or not. I forget." But then after class, another nerdy guy like me, like, hey, what's
0: he that goes, at? "He goes, do you do you play role playing games?"
1: <laughs> I saw that d twenty. He goes, "If D20. so, if so, we should get together and do it." And we only role
0: player role playing game players are gonna call it a d20 exactly Damn.
1: exactly and so uh yeah
0: pretty funny and that so is his cool.
1: name was carl and he is he is my best friend from college from that day forward and then he's an officer in the army right now wow okay pretty this funny.
0: fidget spinner is miraculous <laughs> I really want it uh, <laughs> I want one
1: it, it's pretty It's pretty awesome I would
0: get nothing done because it just goes forever I'm just staring at it I'm just getting lost I bet it would be a good
1: hypnotism it, tool it if you is, were a hypnotist it's
0: hypnotic
1: and you're just like just stare at the fidget spinner <laughs> think gentle thoughts <laughs> when I snap my fingers
0: you will know, bark like a dog <laughs> Oh man, this thing is brilliant. Yeah, that's fun. Okay, shall we roll? (laughs) Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, let's roll. See when you're when you're people didn't pay
0: to watch me just spin that fidget spinner. Yeah,
1: that's true. But it's funny because kids have these. My kids have these like really crappy like. $3 $3 fidget spinners. Yeah. And of course, I'm a grown man. and Those are just to get like this. I have, a, I have a job, and I can afford to get a like a professional-grade fidget spinner. And <laughs> somebody made one. And then all the kids somebody are like, made one. what? Yeah, of course yes. they did. All right. Uh, let's roll this die and figure out our next thing. We've checked off a bunch of them, and we haven't really replaced them, so we might have to re-roll. Um,
0: it's number 15. Uh, oh, already we done, done it. it. That we was Zacchaeus. It. Zacchaeus.
1: Re-rolling. Five washing hands washing hands. washing hands, hands. Washing hands. Matthew. matthew 15 washing hands I can I obviously know washing feet washing hands
0: well let me go over there Because I think it's taste taster okay my guess that it's when the Pharisees get mad at the disciples because they didn't wash their hands right before they ate oh yeah oh when yeah, Jesus yeah, talks yeah. about um he well, just talks about being religious and is it talking about like having dealing working
1: on the sabbath or anything or is that just is that just the washing hands Oh yes! it's just washing hands. Yeah. They didn't wash their hands. you think about the, how you defile yourself. Yeah, these are like blue collar guys. They're fishermen. That's not important to them. Nope. You know, there's and then nope. and then this, they get seen. They yes. get seen. They get exactly. seen walking out of the Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> walking out of the Blockbuster.
0: <laughs> Which those don't Ooh. exist anymore. No, they don't, but they're fun. Uh-huh. So, um yeah, this one's going to be about religion versus reality and how a religion can be used to hide your own reality. Cool. So that's what we'll talk about next week.
1: All right. Good
0: that's deal. Good. Look at that. Yeah. All right. This was Freedom Current. Have Freedom a great Current.
1: day. See you later.